Dexter is actually coming back. Dexter, Jexter? They're yeah. rebooting it with him. How are they rebooting the show? Like, is it just a reboot? Like, they're going to ignore the first eight seasons? Or is it like a, nope, season nine starts, whole new thing, he lives in Oregon? I think it's season nine, he lives in Oregon. Yeah, because seasons one through eight, he's in Miami. He, you know, he has family, blah, blah, blah. And then at the end of the show, there's a hurricane. Everyone thinks he's dead. And then they show him in Oregon as a lumberjack. So are you saying we're, yep. we're moving on to lumberjack time? We're moving on. And I, it might be time to catch up. <laughs> I would say watch seasons one through four. And then five through <laughs> five through eight, just kind of pretend. Like, just read about it online. That bad? Five through eight? Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah, Dexter took a hard turn into the into the worst television show. Well, it, I've didn't ever they seen. have to take a big break because he almost died? No, I mean, but they might have done that between like seasons four, four and five. But that should give you more time to have a great <laughs> season. Like, oh, we have plenty of time. Let's really write a great season of a show. We we're, we're not we're under no rush to film. <laughs> Michael C. Hall's going through chemo. He uh, might die. He could die at any minute. That's probably what it was. They're like, fuck, we don't know if he's gonna make it. Let's just uh, give up. Well, man, yeah. Then he got the green light, and they're like, oh, fuck. We, uh... It really felt like season four. Like, I know that you haven't seen it. Season four is so good that it felt like they had this idea for seasons one through four. And then he must have got sick. They thought he was going to die. And then he wasn't. So then season five, they were like, hmm, what do people like? Okay, let's just kind of f- we'll throw something together. People. <laughs> And you know what? It's kind of funny. It was a bunch of, like, white douchebags who ended up getting killed. It was, like, a bunch of rich white dudes who were kind of the main villain. You know, the guy's name was Jordan Chase. Like, how how much Jordan Belfort can we get over here? And it just – that was season five. Season six was, like, this weird religious season. And I don't even remember seven or eight. I don't even think I watched seven or eight because season six was so bad. And season So which one had John Lithgow? Was that one at least good? That's the greatest season. That's season four. That's what it is. Okay. Like that mu- like that season should have just been its own like miniseries. Like Stars could have had five episodes of this amazing show with Dexter, w- with Michael C. Hall and and Rita and John Lithgow. Like it has one of the most iconic moments in like my life when I'm not no spoilers <laughs> because it's so good. Season four is so good, but Ew. you. Oh, Sonic Gino with the subscription. Thank you, Gino. Welcome to Vleeties, ladies and gentlemen. We just hopped right in. We uh, we definitely uh, were watching NXT just now. What a barn burner of a match. I'll get into that uh, during the second hour of tonight's program. If you're listening on the podcast, part two or however I'm going to split it up. I'm not even sure yet. Uh, but Zach, you're here. What's skeezy, my friend? How are you? I'm doing great, man. I told you I bought some new fucking golf clubs today. I am so pumped because I had a sneaking suspicion that my $100 set of irons I bought 10 years ago had an issue. And I figured out that, yeah, you know, if you use fucking high launch senior clubs, yeah. that you didn't know were senior clubs for 10 years. Uh, when you buy a nice pair of Callaways, uh, you can get 50 more yards on your fucking seven iron. I am the worst golfer of all time. I haven't even tried it in years because I'm just bad at it. Like, I, it's one of those things where I pick up a golf club and it just doesn't feel natural whatsoever. Like, if I pick up a baseball bat, a baseball, a football, soccer ball, all of these things I understand. Once I get a golf club in my hand, I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. Like, it really is. And I still roll my wrist like I'm playing baseball, right? So everything, everything I hit goes into McCovey Cove. It goes over that right field wall, and it's just it's. Sonic wasted. underscore Gino says I kind of liked Edward James Olmos and Colin Hanks in season six of Dexter. Sonic Gino, of course he does. Good call. Colin Hanks was great. I will give props to Colin Hanks. 
Colin Hanks has this unfortunate thing that he's Tom Hanks' son. So I'm sure that it's worked in his favor throughout his career, but it's also to his detriment because it's like, oh, it's just Tom Hanks' kid. But he is a pretty good actor in this movie. I like him. Have you seen Untraceable? Isn't he in that? That's a great movie. Untraceable. It's what got is that? it's got Diane Lane and that and uh that creepy dude. Like it's pretty. If you're gonna talk about him, all you have to talk about is Orange County. Orange County's fantastic. Even uh. Not just the movie Orange County. He was on the show, The OC, where he played like a <laughs> he played like a hot douchebag. It was awesome because it's Colin Hanks and he's not a hot douchebag. So they really portrayed him as like a sexy guy. It's like it's fucking Colin Hanks. But <laughs> he, yeah, he, he uses that. Uh, Untraceable's great. I mean, it's old. It's like beginning of the world that we live in now. With like my like I think MySpace might have been the only social media that was around. But it's really like this guy's killing people on the internet for everyone to watch. He's fought, he's figuring out everything about you through backdoor Trojans and shit. And <laughs> Diane Lane, Diane Lane, of course, she's not only super hot. She's like the FBI cyber, you know, the, she's part of the cyber security uh, department or whatever. And she's here to shut down some shit. But Zach, is her name Martha in that movie too? I want, I hope it is. I, I can't. It's free on Prime, everybody. I'm gonna check it. Oh, out. Untraceable's great. I might watch it when we're done here. Realistically, I'm gonna watch Sons of Anarchy. I have been balls deep. <laughs> And Sons of Anarchy, I cannot stop watching it. Like even uh, last night, I was laying down in bed and I go, "Okay, let's watch Sons of Anarchy." And then I thought, "Nah, fuck, I gotta watch SmackDown." Like it was like <laughs> a, I had this moment of, "Ah, shit, I don't want to watch SmackDown. I want to watch Sons of Anarchy." But I watched SmackDown, and then I'm like, "Okay, cool, let's watch Sons of Anarchy." It's like, "Ah, fuck, I gotta watch Raw." So uh, there's all these little like I, I do a wrestling podcast, so I have to like watch the wrestling, and then once I'm watching the wrestling, I'm in it. Like, uh, spoilers, I actually kind of like some of the things they're trying to do with Monday Night Raw, which I don't know what, how that sits with everybody because Monday Night Raw has been kind of a shit show lately. Uh, it, it, Roman Reigns, oh, by the way, Maddie Spice in the chat. Roman Reigns got some new music finally. That was fun on SmackDown. He comes out to, like, like uh, it's almost like gospel. It's it's awesome. It's just loud uh, a- angels singing and horns and shit, I think. I need that. to hear this. It was great. We could play a little bit of it. It's, uh, it's not as good as what I have on the screen right now because – Zach, uh, UFC had an event this weekend as well. I was still jonesing off that UFC 261. It was one of the greatest nights of fighting that I ever watched, and I wanted to watch this night as well. And I was amazed. I was, like, (laughs) woken up to a new thing that I didn't know existed, which was this. Have you heard of the Giga Kick? The Giga Kick? Or the the Giga Kick, depending on where you're from. Like, (laughs) apparently it's a a Georgia thing. Not Not the state. It's uh, not the state of Georgia, but the uh, country of Georgia. They, they were really in the oh. spotlight this night. Because I, I remember I was playing a uh, – remember like categories? We'd play categories with Ty. Yeah. Yeah. Or, and I remember one time like we were doing countries, and mine was with a G, and I put Georgia. And everybody's like, what? That's not a country. I'm like, no, I swear <laughs> it is. It's like in the Middle East or some shit. And now I have proof because these guys are putting Georgia on the map. Let's listen to Roman Reigns' new theme. like angels I love his old theme so it's gonna be a hard sell <laughs> the problem with his old theme though is that it was the shield song it was Sierra Hotel India Echo Lima Delta Shield didn't didn't and then That's when all that matters and then when they broke up it was like okay th- how come he won the song you know like we talked a few weeks ago like why didn't Adam Cole 
from the Undisputed Era in NXT. How come the Undisputed Era breaks up and now we lose the song? Why do we not get to hear shock the system anymore? <laughs> like that, that was the best part of the show. Like every time we wanted to hear Adam Cole go boom, like that song fits wrestling so well, but we lost it. So it was kind of frustrating. <laughs> like the, the, the shield has been broken up for years and Roman still gets to come out to the dun it, dun it. And it's a, it's a banger of a track, but it's the shield song. So it never felt like the Roman Reigns song. Like for some reason, uh, Dean Ambrose got like the shittiest entrance song of all time, while Roman Reigns got to keep coming out to "Din it, din it, din it." Let's listen to a little more of his new song. It's pretty good, but I think we need to hear. Uh, I think we need to hear like the the Japanese guy rapping over it, like the Shinsuke Nakamura song. Like it's missing oh, yeah. one little element. Like if we could just get Machine Gun Kelly on this track, Roman Reigns is going to go to that next level. He's going to be the head of the earth, not just the head of the table. I, you hate that's, it. I think that's the thing. Is last song, you don't need words. It just fucking slaps. Right. And it goes with his slow ass walk that he always comes out to. <laughs> So I don't know. I mean, it's going to have to grow on me, I guess. It was even better when he would come out through the crowd. Because, yeah, it is like a slow entrance when they're coming out through fucking Section 300. And they're, like, <laughs> walking down to the ring. Dun it, dun it. And you're looking around the arena like, where are they? Like, it, that was always a fun part of it. And once he got, once he started coming down the ramp, it, everything, everything just kept happening where it's like, how come he won the song? They should have <laughs> had a triple threat match for the song. Like every every faction sh- should do that. Like when DX was, you know, they would break up and get back together and break up. Every time there was a breakup, they needed to have like, okay, Road Dog wins the song for the next couple months, and it's like a title belt. He's defending the song against Billy Gunn or X Pac or Ch- or China. So yeah, there, there were so many steps. But Zach, this Giga kick, the Giga kick. I don't know how to pronounce the guy's name. Uh, I watched somebody get kicked in the liver on Saturday night. Now I watch. I feel like that's always been a thing though. Getting kicked in the... But I never really saw... Hey, you get fucking knocked out from that shit. But that's what I mean. Like, I watch this kick to the liver, and I watch Cub Swanson, one of my favorite fighters ever, just collapse (laughs) like he got hit with a brick in the back of the head. Like, it just was so strange, because, I mean, I've seen body kicks. I play UFC 4, and I I throw body kicks to the right side all the time. And apparently, this guy, Giga Chikowski, or whatever his name, Giga Chikadze, he he just knew my... if he's a wrestler, his finishing maneuver is this kick. And, you know, originally I was kind of like, you know, what do they keep talking about? Oh, that's the Giga kick. And Fast. when I watch it back, and I'm playing it up on the screen for everyone listening on the podcast, it really is like almost out of nowhere. And he just throws this kick so fucking fast. And Cub Swanson just collapsed. Like, not even – like, it was strange, Zach. This guy – I mean, it literally looked like he got shot in the side. Like, he gets kicked <laughs> – Slow motion kick and just oh, goes down. And, like, he's, like, trying to defend it. Like, now I'm one of these guys who doesn't really know. So I'm like, holy shit, Cub Swanson might die. Like, I don't <laughs> I don't know what this means. Like, he just collapsed. Like, I'm worried that he's not going to be able to have kids anymore. Like, what, what so happens? I, I have actually researched this because I have been into MMA the last few months. Mostly listen to fucking the JRE. But I same thing. I was like, 
how this makes no fucking sense. How do you get kicked in the liver and you're just useless? But apparently that's what happened is if they get you right in the fucking liver, your system is so shocked like you can't move. That's why like he's trying to defend and he's just like collapsing. It just it's not like getting knocked out, but like your central nervous system's like we're gonna die if we don't have a liver. Like we're shutting down. We're fucked. It is, just shuts your body down. Is there any long-term effects though? Because that was what I was really worried about. I just kind of <laughs> thought, like, holy shit! Like his life is over because his liver just got <laughs> fucked. Like, like, because everyone's like, I don't know where my organs are. So now I watch somebody get kicked on the right side of their body. I'm suddenly constantly covering the right side of my body because I don't want this to happen to me where you get hit. And you just collapse. You're useless. Like, he literally just, I mean, it's its not even, it's like a one-second delay of, like, you know, he gets kicked, his whole body just goes into shock, and he just goes into cover-up mode. So, I've been watching UFC since, like, 1996, when I would get VHS tapes and from, from Crown Video and bring them <laughs> home and watch them, because they would be on the same wall as the WWE. So, you know, I'd watch WrestleMania 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, and then one night I was like, let's watch this UFC 1. And now I know liver kick. That's like that's the finishing move. Even a punch to the liver would be my main objective. Yeah, I mean, even in boxing, I mean, that's part of the whole point of boxing, hitting to the body. But I'll, I'll have to send you a good highlight video of just liver kicks. Oh God, that ridiculous. that worries me that that's a thing because I'm even wondering now what is the long term like effects of that? Are like do you do you shit blood for a month? Can you like <laughs> do you do you die a couple years earlier? Because I'm really really like I get really bummed out. Uh, remember that movie, The Princess Bride, where he's like sucking the years out of his. He like has yeah. that machine that takes years off your life. Like he still loses like three years of his life. That makes me really upset. I think he'll be okay. I'm pretty sure like with CTE, it's probably better than getting <laughs> fucking knocked out at this point. But it's one of, like you could compare it to getting the wind knocked out of you. Okay. Like you, there's nothing you can do but try and fucking breathe in that moment of like, <gasps> oh fuck, I'm dying. Like, but it's your body telling you like, now nah, we're done. We're shutting down. We're fucked. I've just been watching UFC so fucking much lately, and I've never seen this. And maybe that's what it is. And Kevin in the chat, he brings up Bernard Bernard Hopkins put down De La Hoya with the liver punch. Like, I guess I just don't really think about the organs inside of your body. Like, because even in wrestling, we have stupid shit like the heart punch. Like, <laughs> Kona Crush puts your hand over your head so your heart's exposed and then punches you right in the chest. And then it's supposed to make us believe that your heart stops. Like, holy yeah. shit. Like, that's, you know, we're, we're, I'm at that level where I don't even believe that. You know, that doesn't realistically affect you at all. Like, I, I would go to the gym with a buddy, and when we would bench, he wouldn't let the bar touch his chest. Like, he would keep it, like, maybe five or six inches away. And he's like, I, yeah. don't, want it, he, I don't want it to touch my heart. I'm like, what? <laughs> like, I don't want, I don't want to bounce a, I don't want to bounce a 200, uh, 200 pound thing off my chest. I was like, cause, cause of your, cause of your heart. Yeah. I don't want to crack my sternum and then die. I was like, geez, you I've what? never, I've never thought of all this science that you're talking about. <laughs> I'm oblivious to anything that's going on in there. So when something gets kicked in the liver and just collapses, I'm like, Oh no. Like I am way more mortal than I thought. Like and the liver is like something, you know, we, we drink alcohol. Now I'm like really worried about this organ that apparently I'm like drinking d destroys your liver. If someone kicks me in my liver, I could be dead. I could be dead by sunrise. Hey, did I tell you I had a fatty liver right before I went vegan? That's TWFS says I was a nurse. I got an uh, in anatomy. He got an uh, in anatomy. Uh, for, <laughs> for, for the podcasters, he typed I got an A. 
but for some reason Trovo thinks that NA is just an off. And very phonetic. See, even anatomy, I didn't really take it seriously in high school. I don't even think I took anatomy in high school. I took what did I take? Chemistry. Uh, but either either way, I just I, I don't the getting kicked in the liver just seems like the worst thing ever. Like if I'm a WWE superstar now, like if I'm trying if I'm Mansoor and I debut on Raw this Monday night, like and they're like, Okay, what's your finish? I do a liver kick. That like I believe that more than anything now. And they would say, no, 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 that's too dangerous. Yeah, no liver kicks here, guys. We don't even do pile drivers. You want to <laughs> kick somebody in the liver? Get out of here. Get out of here with that shit. Because they are trying to do more UFC shit. You can kind of tell, like, when somebody's wrestling and they're doing, oh, he's got him in full guard, transitions into an arm bar. Oh, that transition into Kumura. Like, they're doing all these little chain UFC type fights. So now that that opens the door for the Giga kick kick right to the liver start vomiting profusely this anthony agogo in aew he's a british boxer and he's handsome to boot he's throwing body shots and i'm worried that he's gonna be killing people as well is, is this video in the chat is this liver punches it's top 10 body shot knockouts oh no that's just that's just worries punches me. and kicks this, this just and it doesn't need to be to the side even some get hit straight in the front uh, like where your ribs are but they still fucking hit it hard enough. I just to don't want down. anyone to ever touch me anymore. Like, th see, now when I play U when I play UFC four, by the way, and that I do that guy should have died. I do the spin kick right into the gut. Nobody, nobody collapses like this guy just did. You like, gotta hit it on the side, not right in the gut. Okay, I gotta go for the liver. You're right. Like even so, this is one. This is we're watching one fighting championship. They are live every Wednesday at the same time. Kevin and I are later. So do not done. do not watch these fucking guys. These guys are trying to take our viewers, our rating. So this is a knee. There was that knee right into the fucking. This, he still hits his ribs, but he's fucking. Done. No, that's a heart knee. That's what you don't understand. <laughs> that's a knee right into the heart. His heart <laughs> skipped a beat and he just fucking collapses. Like this is really, I don't know why I've been watching fighting for a long time and the body shots. I've seen body shot knockouts, but I just, I never equated it to my liver, my, my, my heart, my spleen. Like, there's stuff in here that cannot be harmed. Like, I'm always worried about my face. Like, when I was assaulted by a bunch of dudes, it was all shots to the face. Maybe a couple body shots. I don't really remember. Definitely no liver shot. But I just remember, like, I got to protect my head. I just let the – come get the body. Like, <laughs> yeah. but now now I'm completely reversed. Now I'm going to be like, if you're going to fight me, punch me right in the face. Do not touch my – do not touch my spleen, my liver. All of this shit is so fragile. And I, I'm just I, like I literally have never felt more like a bag of meat than than watching <laughs> UFC the other night. Like I'm just fucking useless. You can kick me on my side, and I will I will shut down. I will physically collapse. Yeah, I that, that's what Joe Rogan says all the time when he's talking about animals and hunting and how fucking strong they are. He's like, we're just big water balloons. Like we're fucking worthless. We have no muscle. We have nothing. Oh my gosh! And this one, he gets he gets a shot right in the liver, and then like he can't even keep his arms up to protect his head anymore. Like he's just <laughs> slow motion. Like Ugh. this is the scariest thing that's ever happened to me. I don't know if I'm watching UFC anymore. I got to be honest. It really like it bummed me out. <laughs> it made me so sad. Like to watch Cub Swanson, one of my favorites ever, take a kick to the side and collapse like he got shot. Like it just was like. <gasps> Because Zach, I watch UFC. All right, everyone likes a big, a big flashy knockout. So when a when a Giga kick happens, and the announcers go like, e uh, the announcers, that's the Giga kick. Like I, I mean, I, I felt like I was watching anime. Like it felt like on the screen, <laughs> the screen it should have flashed Giga kick. He and went then, Super Saiyan. Well, then it even shows me like the Giga kick is a strong shot. To, uh, for those who watch My Hero Academia, 
the Giga Kick is a strong shot to the liver. It will knock you out for several hours. <laughs> like, like that's what it felt like to me where I was watching this, this cartoon fight and the Giga Kick fucking killed somebody. So <laughs> I'm never watching MMA again until this weekend, I bet, because uh, these, these UFC fights have been great lately. And I have ESPN <laughs> Plus, so I've been watching, like, fl- uh, fight flashbacks. Like uh, John Jones, yeah. John Jones, Alex Gustafson, like th- uh, there's so much good. Sh- there's so much good shit. And it's like they, they put it into a 21 minute like television episode, like a mini documentary. So it's kind of nice because I hate watching UFC like main event or UFC Unleashed where you kind of know how much time is left in the episode. And you're like, well, this fight doesn't go very much longer. Like same with WWE. When Ew, I want to watch subscribe. Thank you so much. Rezzy. much appreciated, my friend. Uh, but yeah, Zach, UFC, right? I mean, this is this is the we're, I like that somebody tweeted like this is the fastest growing sport. I'm like, isn't it already kind of way bigger than it ever was supposed to be? Hell yeah, way fucking bigger. Uh, last week's was so fucking good. I did watch the main event from this last weekend, but if you're saying it was that good, I'll go back and rewatch all of it because I also have ESPN Plus. And this alone makes it worth the subscription. I, I got to be honest, 100%. I agree with you. That's like when I, I, you know, I have the Hulu, Disney Plus, ESPN Plus bundle. And at yeah. first it was like they're just kind of throwing ESPN Plus because nobody's getting it. That's what I thought. But now that there's UFC, there's so much UFC on there. That's awesome. I mean, it really is because I don't have Fight Pass. My, You know, I, I had Fight Pass for a while and it's fun. But uh, for to be included with my Disney and my Hulu account, holy shit, this is great. I can watch Sons of Anarchy and UFC on the same platform. It's working out great for me. But Although I will say sixty nine ninety nine for pay-per-view is pretty fucked. It's pretty stupid. Well, and you know what? As soon as – I mean, I guess they're technically all open now, but they must really go for that corporate pay-per-view pricing. Like, you know, Buffalo yeah. Buffalo Wild Wings probably pays like $1,000, and that, that, like that's probably where they're making their money, at least I assume. Like, I'm not sure – why they are sixty nine ninety nine? Because even it's they, like every other weekend at this point, isn't it? It's it's once a month for the for the paid pay per view. It's a monthly thing, and I I even you know I don't know how they do buy rates and how they figure that all out. But if they did, I swear fifteen ninety fifteen a month or ten a month, twenty a month, people would subscribe and be okay with it. The fact that it's sixty just feels like or seventy feels like such a financial fucking commitment that. When 261 rolls out, and you're like, okay, Usman Masvidal, I'd like to see that. Oh, a couple, couple, uh, you know, uh, Shevchenko's fighting. All right, Andrade. But like, I'll watch it for free two weeks later. Exactly. That's kind of the thing is now in the world of Twitter, it really is like, oh, I found out who won immediately. Like, there's, it's <laughs> fun to watch, obviously, but I just cannot. I, I've spent $60 on one UFC event, and then I always bring it up. I paid for the Brock Lesnar Cain Velasquez card where Brock lost in 90 seconds to Cain Velasquez. And I was like, well, why the fuck did I pay for that? Like, it, you know, it, it was just I had that feeling the entire time of like, like buying a Tyson fight. Yeah, you don't know what you're getting. So it's kind of like that's why I'm OK buying wrestling because it's supposed to be fake. So hopefully they make it good enough for me to even bother with it. And now that WWE is 10 bucks a month, even that even they can kind of go. This one's just a throwaway. We just need to have it on. We just we, we said we were going to have a pay-per-view <laughs> this month. Let's just do it. Like Impact Wrestling, they have Impact Plus, and they have their, their events for $7.99 a month. They give you one monthly event for that. And then they still have quarterly like major pay-per-views, which I think is actually not a bad strategy, but it still it kind of waters down some of those paid events. You know, like, hey, we're having our big pay-per-view on April 25th, but our other, you know, our other paid uh, Impact Plus event is on April 13th. So it's like two weeks before, not really that long enough. 
it, it just it's just kind of a, a throwaway. So with UFC, I'm okay with these monthly events, but for seventy dollars, like, it, and you know, Wild Wings does the thing where it's like if you go and watch it at Wild Wings, you have to have a twenty five dollar tab, which is like, was that two beers? <laughs> like, yeah, it's it's you really two waters. Yeah, it's too easy. It's really easy to get it at Wild Wings. But it's just the fact of like, okay, I gotta go to Wild Wings. Am I gonna sit there for five hours at Wild Wings, watch the prelims, watch the main event? Well, that's the thing was like, it was sixty nine ninety nine during lockdown, and it's like even as good last two sixty one, every fight was fucking amazing. Yeah, I, it's still not worth seventy dollars. Yeah, you have to do that a, one event was not worth seventy dollars. You have to do like as consumers, as Richard Holiday would call us, as consumers. You, I do sometimes. I do like a cost of cost per hour like analysis, where it's like, <laughs> okay, if I'm watching UFC, let's say I only watch three hours of it, and you know it's seventy dollars. Here I am looking at what like eighteen bucks an hour, twenty bucks an hour. So it's like then you have to think like, if you work a job where you're getting paid sixteen dollars an hour, like you're paying more for this event than you make in an hour. You know, it's like, <laughs> it's really like okay, maybe the the equation doesn't work. And Maddie Spice is saying like five fights for seventy. I don't even break it down by the fight. I break it down by the hour, the the length of my enjoyment, the length of my entertainment. Like, if I'm gonna get a movie for rent on uh, pay per view or whatever, and it's five ninety nine, I'm like, okay, you know, we're gonna watch this for two hours, five ninety nine, three bucks an hour. Let's do it. Like, or is it twenty bucks? Because we have to buy it. We have to yeah, buy it. Fucking on, buy it. Don't ever rent it. Just if, fucking if we buy gotta it. buy it and it's twenty, ten bucks an hour, is it worth it? Will <laughs> my brother is the one who who brought this to me though? Will you ever watch it again? It's like I don't know, maybe, maybe not, because that that's what that's why I rent a lot. Because it's like, am I gonna save the fourteen dollars? Because I'm never gonna watch. <laughs> you know, I'm never gonna watch. Uh, I'm trying to think of a movie. I'm never gonna watch Legally Blonde again. Unless what do you guys use? You use Voodoo? You Redbox? What are you doing? Oh, I'm usually using Voodoo or even uh, YouTube. You can rent movies right on YouTube. It's fucking convenient, bro. Voodoo used to do the fucking, if you rent it, you can apply it to buying it. I don't think they do that. Uh, they probably got rid of that because that's a great idea. <laughs> that's such a good <laughs> idea. Yeah. They have a lot of good deals, though. got to give Voodoo credit. Like, sometimes I'll be I on there. I only buy bundles on there. Oh, I got The Office for 30 bucks, dude. Like, it was, it was crazy. All of it? All of it. All yeah. of the office the day after the, the New Year's Day they had a sale because they knew Netflix was taking the office off and the office <laughs> you know Voodoo was like hey we got all nine seasons for thirty bucks and I fucking pulled that trigger so I have the whole thing digitally and I have fucking Peacock anyway so it doesn't matter because I'm a I'm a wrestling <laughs> fan and they fucking got me NBC bunch of assholes had to come and get me anyway but the Giga Kick is scary Zach UFC is great they are on a roll. Oh, Maddie Spice says rent on Prime. I also do rent on Prime pretty frequently. That's actually, I don't know why I didn't think of them either. They're normally, because if you're using like a Fire Stick and you just look for the movie, it's like, hey, $5.99 on Prime. Boom, pull it. Uh, on the Roku, it's Voodoo. So that's kind of that's kind of where the trade-off is. Zach, the NFL draft happened last week. The fallout is still, I mean, that's all anyone's still talking about is the NFL draft. Some of us had amazing ups. A lot of us had amazing downs. Um. This was a weird draft for me as a Raider fan or any of the other teams that I like. It really Don't forget the name. It, uh, hey, I got a picture of him right here, buddy. Alex Leatherwood is going to be the greatest offensive lineman from this draft class. I'm calling it now. I would like to point out that several news articles were like, he was ranked in the top 10, but he was not ranked as a first-round draft pick. Like, <laughs> top 10 linemen, not top 10 players. Yeah, not top 10 players. Top 10 offensive linemen. He was ranked. They said he was the 10th best offensive lineman in the draft, and he was taken uh, – I think he was the – what was he, the fourth drafted lineman? 
He was like the third offensive tackle, the fourth lineman off the board. People are not sure why the Raiders <laughs> went this direction. Like, and even I'm not sure. I want to be, I want to be loyal to this team. You know, I want to like what they're doing. But this was the same thing that kind of happened with the Skins at the end of like, at the end of my fandom for them, where it's just like, you, you, I question them in such ways where. I feel like some teams you want like they will let you know if they do what their direction is or why why they're doing certain things like when the Packers drafted Jordan Love, you knew they were pretty much saying like, hey, look, this guy's a good quarterback. We're gonna you know in three years this guy's gonna be the guy. Sorry, Aaron. You know like that's what it. And now Aaron's like, hey, you know what? Fuck you guys. I'm out of here. So he's t- you know he's taking his life into his own hands. But at least I can see what the Packers were doing with that pick. Why did the Raiders get? Uh, Clement Farrell at fourth overall, and now Alex Leatherwood at seventeenth overall. Like, I, I understand we had a better record than we did the year before, but it, it just feels like such a weird reach. Like, it's such a stretch to go get this. Li- if you really like this guy, why are you not trading back to you know to get more, either more picks or get something of value? Like, reach out to another team and say, hey, we want a safety. Because I think they, I think the Raiders end up getting a safety later on. Like, hey, we want a safety from you. We will trade you our first round pick and a safety for your second round pick. Because this guy was not a first round pick, Zach. Like, it really feels like the Raiders are playing this weird this weird poker game that none of us are invited to, or we or we're, we all we're all playing this poker game. We know the rules, and they think they know the rules, but they're way off. Like, <laughs> you know, you know, they like why would you pick this guy, Zach? I. I think the problem is you gave your coach and your GM fuck you money. You gave yeah. your coach a fucking 10-year, $100 million deal. He's got the freedom to do whatever the fuck he wants to. And I, and I Because if you to, fire him, you owe him fucking $80 million on the spot. And I don't want to call out uh, Mike Mayock because I used to love Mike Mayock on NFL Network when he would do the drafts. You know, he was the guy at the Combine. He would talk about players on TV and stuff. I always liked him more than Mel Kuyper. So I would watch NFL Network coverage, but it's well, wh- it's easy when you have all the picks, and it doesn't matter if you're wrong. And I think that's what I like. It's those who can't do teach, and it kind of felt <laughs> like he was the perfect teacher. He was the perfect. Here's where you pick this guy. Here's where you do this. Here's where you do that. But in practice, he's like Michael Lombardi drafting fucking Menzel in the first round, like a, like just <laughs> doing crazy shit. Like we need to make a splash. What do we do? Or or even reverse of that where it's like we just know who we want okay we just want who we want we're gonna get our guy we're not gonna listen to what anyone says like the Steelers do this thing when they draft uh, typically where it's like we just take the best available we need a receiver who's the best one we'll take him we need a running back who's the best one we'll take him it just seems like for some reason the Raiders are completely oblivious to the other teams in the draft they're they're just kind of like they have names circled. They probably were like, we're not going to get this guy. We're not going to get this guy. Let's go all in on this guy. And they must maybe they know something we don't, but to get the 10th best player, <laughs> the, the 10th best lineman at, at number at, at the fourth lineman drafted, it just feels like you don't know what you're doing. Like, is there another, like, I can't even think of another team that would do, like, the Raiders are becoming notorious. They are notorious. Not even becoming. They are notorious <laughs> for drafting fucking terribly like can you think of any any other terrible picks like like, i mean even the raiders have the worst pick of all time in jamarcus russell so like who is another team that even comes close to these guys that i can recent that i can remember i don't know maybe the cowboys but not 
to this level. Right. Maybe I, the Browns, I, like, now that I said it out loud, like, because remember the Brady Quinn thing, Johnny Menzel. I mean, they're, they're con- uh, Brandon Whedon. They're constantly picking, like, quarterbacks who aren't really a fit for their team. Uh, they, they just had to, though. They just they needed a fucking quarterback. They just missed so many fucking times. Yeah, Jake DeLome. I mean, they, that was a free agent. But still, yeah, they, they constantly could not find a quarterback, so it affected their drafts in a lot of negative ways. Uh, but yeah, it just it just seems like it seems like the Raiders just don't fucking get it. Like, and I know that's a joke because th- what do they have the the most losing seasons in the past twenty years? Like, <laughs> they clearly don't know what they're doing. But it's just it's so strange. It went from Al Davis to his son. There's been several coaches in between. How is it like? It's like hereditary. Like no matter who it is, it doesn't matter who the coach is, who the GM is, who the owner is. Everyone's gonna t- draft terribly. Everybody's gonna get. I, I wish. Where's that graphic of like the Raiders drafted like Darius Hayward Bay, and then the next player off the board is like Larry Fitzgerald. You know, like they like <laughs> the, the, like the Raiders have like a draft curse where if you're drafted after the Raiders, you are awesome. Like it just, I I, I gotta find what it is because yeah, there's a great list of like the Raiders like four years in a row were getting cornerbacks and safeties, <laughs> and and meanwhile the rest of the league is getting Larry Fitzgerald. I think they draft. Who did they draft? Darius Hayward Bay, before Michael Crabtree. Like they, I don't remember what it was, but uh, I think I know that what has to happen. Mark Davis needs to cut that fucking hair. <laughs> is what it is. That might be what it is. Yeah, it's that's just bad vibes for the last twenty years. Yeah. Well, and why is he still rocking? Who that? does that? Well, you know what? Also, might have might have been one of the issues was. Did you see that thirty for thirty where they had like a CGI Al Davis? No. Oh, it was so weird. They had an Al Davis, like, CGI talking. And what was it called? Like, Raider Nation? It was the Raider one, right? And they had a CGI Al Davis. They brought in some guy who looked like Al Davis, put, put like, graphics on him. So while he's talking, it looks like Al Davis. It's like him versus Paul Tagliabu. And, and they also have a CGI Paul Tagliabu. So it's like these two fake people having a conversation and it's the strangest, like, Star Happy Star Wars Day, everybody. It's like the strangest, like, Grand Moff Tarkin Star Wars CGI ever. And why is it being used for a fucking football documentary? Bro, I don't – you got to send it to me. Oh, I should – yeah, I, I got to figure it out. I, I'll have to find it eventually. But let me see. Like, I just want to look at, like, Raider – let's just look at NFL Draft. I, believe- I, I can find one picture of Mark Davis with regular hair. And he looks a hundred times better. I don't know what the fuck he's doing. No, but, but yeah, it's for some reason that's the hair. I don't know if it's just he's trying to piss people off. So okay, here you, here you go. This this was this. The was, problem is he's got fuck you money, just like his coach. That's what it is. Here we go. So 2007 draft, right? First overall pick, Jamarcus Russell. Who's the next player? Off, the next player off the board, Calvin Johnson, Detroit Lions. So it's like. There, you know, and I know they probably retired early. Yeah, he has a shitty career. Nobody likes him. <laughs> like it kind of is, you know. All right, well, maybe they didn't need a receiver at the time, but it just starts a trend. Like Jamarcus Russell, then goes Calvin Johnson. Now let me jump to 2008. 2008, the Raiders picking where are they at? They're picking number four. They pick Darren McFadden. I guess Glenn Dorsey's not that special, but McFadden was okay. I mean, fourth overall, I'm not sure about that, but. Let me see. There's got to be more of them because it really – maybe it was the years before that. Just keep going. It's not going to be hard to find. Uh, Eugene Monroe. They passed on Crabtree to get Darius Hayward Bay. So people were talking about that one. 2010. I mean, they're passing on everybody at this point because they're always – Raji. Rolando McClain. Uh, 
<laughs> the star of CSI the Alabama. Only one who didn't make a Pro Bowl in the top fucking ten. Yeah, look at these top ten picks. I mean, CJ Spiller went right after, but the Raiders also passed on Brandon Graham, Earl Thomas, JPP, Ryan Matthews, uh, Demarius Thomas, Des Bryant. They passed on Tim Tebow. Like, you know, there, there's just they have this this history. Hey, of, you remember that time Tim T- Tebow beat the Steelers? In oh the my gosh! It's I know that Maddie Spice hates it, but it's the greatest moment in sports history. I really stand by that because I remember where I was. It was an incredible moment, and I'll never ever fucking forget it. It's in the hospital, my daughter was being born. I don't even think these guys had a first round pick this year. JJ Swat. Like it really is just—it's a history. It's they but, probably traded it that year for somebody who sucked. Somebody way better, I bet. Uh, the Oakland Raiders. Let me see where are they at in this one. Do they don't have a pick here. Do they? Did they trade a bunch of guys to get? They traded a <laughs> bunch of picks for. They were like, nah, we don't need draft picks anymore. The first round sucks anyway. All right. Who could they have traded for? <laughs> uh, Carson Palmer, I think. Right? Didn't they? Oh yeah. Didn't they send so. a bunch of ones to get Palmer? Like they do stupid shit. <laughs> like here you go, Oakland Raiders. They get DJ Hayden and the next pick, Pro Bowler Sheldon Richardson. Like it's just <laughs> constant. I mean, what is this? Twenty. This is twenty thirteen. It never ends. Twenty fourteen, and they're always in like the top ten. They did get Khalil Mack. What do we do with that? We let him go. Oh, we let him go for free. Well, yeah, no, no need. We let he go to Chicago. Well, they they got picks and shit, I guess, but they didn't get much for him. Uh, but even even after Khalil Mack, they ended up losing. I mean, Jake Matthews, Mike Evans, Anthony Barr, uh, and of course, I mean, you can blame. They didn't want to make him the highest paid player in in the NFL, which they kind of look like geniuses now, because Khalil Mack isn't like as dominant as he was when he was with the Raiders. He's still a great linebacker, and I still think that we should have paid him a little bit. Uh, they hit a home run with Amari Cooper. Right here at number four, and then they let him go. So uh, it seems like maybe they figured out their draft woes, and then they just started trading the fucking guys. But, again, perennial just terrible drafters, terrible terrible time. And I don't, I don't know. Like, I want to be – this is the beauty of the NFL, obviously, because although I am a Raider fan, I still will follow this product, like, no matter what. You know, like it really well, you have to. Yeah, I mean, there's no other option. <laughs> like, yeah, I, well, because even fantasy football helps. Like, you don't have to just watch your team. I love watching Sunday night football. I love watching Thursday, Monday. Like, it's gonna be it's gonna be weird to try and watch all this wrestling with all this football. I'm gonna have to get that <laughs> NFL Game Pass so I can watch a game in a half hour. Um, they should do that for Raw. You can watch Raw in a half hour because even the 90 minute one, I don't want to watch that. It's, it's too long. I either watch three hours or a half hour. But Alex Leatherwood, baby. I think we're looking. I think this the future is looking bright for the old Las Vegas Raiders. It's gonna change life in Las Vegas. Who knows? I like. I wonder what the betting odds are right now. Are like Raiders win the Super Bowl <laughs> because I have no faith. I don't even think they can get a wild card spot. Like I really like. You look at how teams evolve and how teams change, and the rumors of Aaron Rodgers possibly becoming a Denver Bronco. The Raiders are fucked. Like, what are they gonna do? No. They're gonna suck and get another high draft pick that they're gonna waste. What do you think about Julian Edelman? Is Julian Edelman retiring? Like, the, the I hope he goes to Tampa. That's what everyone's kind of saying, and of course, you know, it's all Tom Brady's fault. Yeah, Tom went there, and I just felt it kind of makes Bill Belichick look like a dick. Like, it just seems like everybody <laughs> wants to go to Tampa and get away from this guy, which is weird. I mean, I know, I know Tom is Tom Brady, and I know Gronk is Gronk, but it just seems like, like even you know, with with the drafting of Mac Jones, even Cam Newton's like not super happy there. You know, it's. You kind of what you you and of course that's the cost of doing business, right? Like Jordan's teammates didn't like Michael Jordan. He thought he was an asshole because he wanted to win everything. Bill Belichick wants to win everything, 
So whenever there's anything in his way, it's a little bit of like, no, fuck this guy. So, okay, you you ready for these odds? What are the odds? Give me the odds. Are, are we going to Vegas? Oh, uh, for we're looking for the rate. Ooh, <laughs> you can't even find them. They're eighth from the bottom. <laughs> so On DraftKings, they're plus sixty six hundred. So you're saying there's twenty four teams that are more likely to win the Super Bowl than the Raiders? Yeah. Do you want to? Do you want to guess them? No, it'd be too no I would rather guess the Who other way. Who do you think way. the favorites are, though? The favorites are going to be the the, bu- the the number one favorite's got to be the Buccaneers. Nope. They got the Chiefs number one? Yeah. Oh, I don't get that. Didn't the, we just saw what happened. We just saw the Buccaneers beat the Tom Chiefs. Tom Brady's old. Oh, yeah. It's one year older. He just won a <laughs> Super Bowl. Um, he just the, fucking dominated the playoffs. What are you talking about? Aren't the top four like the – well, and, and now that might be changing. You would be – I'm very surprised by the top – the other two in the top four. Bills. So it's Chiefs, Bucks, Bills, yes. Bills, and then I I think it was the Packers, but since they just fucking – they're going to lose Aaron Rodgers. Who's, who's number three? This is like – Three's three, – oh, it's not fucking, the Bills? No, the Bills are four. Oh, wow. That's actually really shocking. I thought the Bills were number three. Is it an NFC You're gonna team? You're going to be much more shocked when you fucking hear Is it an NFC team, team or an AFC team? Oh, it, it must be the Ravens then. <laughs> no. Uh, the Ravens? Really? Well, that's hey, that's what I mean. You're saying it's a shocking one. Because like, in my head, I'm thinking Packers. Oh, is it the Seahawks? No. It's an NFC team. Oh, man. The, not the Niners. <laughs> I was like, the Niners? Um, who in those? The, the, not the Saints. Uh, the Rams? Yeah. Oh, well, that's kind of weird. Fuck? I don't know why the Rams. I mean, they got, they got Stafford. They have Sean McVay. People are probably thinking, oh, it's they have you know their defense. Okay, I forgot they got Stafford. So they got Stafford. They got Jalen Ramsey. They got uh, Aaron Donald and Dominic Sue. Like they have a solid roster. So yeah, I mean you can see them winning twelve games and maybe getting to a. I honestly though, I don't think they're better than the Seahawks, and I hate the fucking Seahawks. So I, I don't really see how that computes. Like, am I, am I crazy there? The Seahawks for some reason are that they're that team that just figures out how to win, and I hate them. Fucking hate. What em. number do you think the Seahawks are? They're okay. So you're. We already said the Rams are three, which seems really high. Bills are fu- are four. Seahawks are probably top ten. I'm gonna say eight. Are they eight? Ten. Oh, they're number ten on the dot. Oh shit. That means they got like the Ravens ahead of them. Uh, they probably got Ravens. The, the Titans are probably ahead of them. I don't. I I feel like it's just a down year because the 49ers are still up there. Ravens, Browns. Packers, Broncos, Seahawks. People are excited about the um, – p- people are really excited about the 49ers with this draft pick. Like, just because they have Jimmy G and he was hurt all year, uh, they were kind of wondering, like, okay, what do we need to do to make sure that we can make the playoffs again? Because th- when they had Jimmy G on the field, I mean, even that Nick Mullins guy, they won more games than, I, than anyone thought they would win. Like, if anything, they should have tanked. You know, like, oh, Jimmy G's going to be hurt all year. Let's win four games. But instead, they won, like, seven. So, yeah. they kind of missed. They, they got Justin Fields? They got uh, Trey Lance. Oh. Yeah, they got Trey Lance. And, and that's the big thing. Like, that's another people. People are saying that's a, that's a draft bust. Like, why would you move up to get the fifth-best quarterback in the draft? But as far as the way he looks and the way he plays, they think they got Patrick Mahomes. So, all they, all they need to do – like, Jimmy G – as good as he was, you can just blame the Shanahan system on that. 
and maybe he can just sort of – and I think Jimmy G is still the starter. I'm not going to say that he's not the starter. But if he gets hurt, at least there's someone to come in now who's a little exciting. Matty Spice in the chat brings up a great question. Where are the Pittsburgh Steelers on this on this odds list? Are, are they not in the top ten? <laughs> Absolutely not. Like, they shouldn't be. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, ooh. Oh, so I said Seahawks were 10. Yeah. You said Seahawks at 20. The Steelers, Steelers are 20? Yeah. I don't know if I agree with that. I mean, no, they got Najee. Well, okay. Tell me who's not better above them. The Cowboys. The Cowboys are worse than the Steelers. I mean, the, the, the Colts. The, the NFC East is worse than the Steelers. Um, I think the Colts are better than the Steelers. Saints. I think the Saints are uh, – I think they're going to be worse than the Steelers. Dolphins? The Dolphins are worse than the Steelers. Do you remember what happened at the end of the season? With the Steelers? How they lost? I mean, How I, they ran off a fucking cliff? I remember that game just being a slaughter, but I also chalked that up to the Browns were fucking hyped. Like, I wanted no, a party. The, they were undefeated, and they just fell off a cliff. Yeah, but, the, I mean, they didn't have a bye week. There's so many factors that can go into that. They never got a <laughs> bye week. So, like, they just – they had to play this whole season, like, just, okay, we were supposed to have a bye week week four. We lost it. By week seven, we lost it. And it just – their season was so much of a fucking domino game. They didn't know where they were going to be able to, like, get a break. So, when they came up against a red-hot Washington football team with Alex Smith at the helm – there was no way, no way in hell the Steelers are going to win that game. Not against Alex Smith, not in their life. Uh, can you imagine if it was Taylor Heineke? They would have got their asses kicked even more. <laughs> so, yeah, it was a weird season for the Steelers. I know they had that weird fall off a cliff moment, but, I mean, that's – Moment? It was like a month. I, yeah, exactly. Yeah, they had a terrible December, <laughs> but it still – it all stemmed from a, a shitty season of, okay, no bye weeks, just keep going, injuries – Prove to me honor is Prove real. Prove to me honor is real. Mana is real. Thank you, Chris Cross. I really do. He is on fire. He cast it on fire spell, Zach. We all need to be Chris careful. Cross. He must be talking about the Pittsburgh Steelers. I, I know they fell off a cliff, but, you know, Big Ben probably had some sort of injury. Uh, yeah, they, they're going to be fine. They're going to bounce back. They got a running back. I think Big Ben is going to be better this year than he was last year. Ah, maybe. Hey, hey, that release point, he's so quick at releasing that fucking ball. That's all anyone talks about now. I think he's going to be great. I think he's going to be great. I think, like, if you look at the the way the way everyone sits right now, I like their chances more than I like. Ah, they're in a tough division over the Ravens and the Browns. So that is kind of shitty. They're better than the Bengals. I guarantee you that. They're they're better than one team in their division for sure. But Are you sure? <laughs> yeah, was their quarterback and stay healthy? The Bengal, the Bengals suck. Yeah, I mean, that, they were lighting the world on fire. Burrow, Burrow can't stay healthy. We already seen it. And all, and one hundred percent of the seasons he's played in the NFL, he's been hurt. So yeah, it, it's it's it's, <laughs> Great it's, stat. it's really tough to bank on Joe Burrow right now. Speaking of the Steelers, though, uh, Alejandro Villanueva, our hero, signs with the Baltimore Ravens like an asshole. What is this, Zach? Like, what happened to loyalty? Like, this guy goes from the Steelers to the Ravens for, for $14 million, two-year deal. This is the guy that got in trouble with Mike Tomlin and the Steelers organization because they agreed that they wouldn't even go onto the field for the national anthem. And Villanueva, who served in our armed forces, was like, fuck that. Stop trying to make this about politics. I'm going out and standing for the fucking country that I fought and almost died for. Uh, what did you guys do? What did you guys do while I was doing that? Fucking live, you know, go to your condos and drink, drink Mai Tais? Have an amazing time. So our hero, Alejandro Villanueva, 
number one in jersey sales that week. One of the greatest stories ever. Hell yeah. Everybody's burning Kaepernick jerseys. And then meanwhile, they're like, we got to buy this V on the way of a jersey. Uh, <laughs> how many offensive linemen have topped the jersey sales <laughs> for the for NFLshop.com? So this guy signs with the Ravens, and it got me thinking, Zach, because I felt betrayed. I'm not even a Steelers fan, and I, <laughs> and I felt betrayed. Like, I was like, well, fuck this guy. You can't just sign with the rival. Has there been any times in your life where somebody signed with another team where you were like, fuck that? Mm, not that I can think of off the top of my head. You're lucky as, like, a Steelers fan or a Patriots fan because Patriots fans, it's almost, like, reverse. Like, you know, Corey Dillon signs with the Patriots. Like, you know, it just always feels like they always get the guys that you're like, are you fucking – like, uh, LeGarrette Blunt signs with the Patriots. Like, it's just – it's constantly, like, why are the Patriots signing these fucking guys? Rex Burkhead. Like, they just will pull a guy out of nothing and turn him into a – Super Bowl MVP. Yeah, they'll just, just – sign him. Why they'll not? just get a Super Bowl MVP. They'll just pull – they will take a turd out of the toilet and make it into a diamond. Like, I don't know what it is. I don't know how they make it work. Because even in my head, I was going through, like, I feel betrayed by this. I The biggest one for me, like, personally, and this is a stupid one, but Alfred Morris, Redskins running back, fantasy superstar for me several years in a row, signed with the Dallas fucking Cowboys. Now this was before <laughs> this was before my 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 new my newfound Cowboys fandom. Uh, it really was just like, why the fuck did the Redskins let him go there? And this might have been part of the spiral where it was like, why? Because they drafted like some rookie named Matt Jones who's not playing anymore, and they were like, oh, this is our new guy. We don't need Alfred Morris. And Alfred Morris took his mom's Honda to to Dallas. And when I was wide, and uh, McFadden got hurt a lot, so I'm watching Alfred Morris score touchdowns against the Redskins. Like, why the fuck is he on the other team now? How did this happen? It was a very frustrating time in my life, Zach, and it was one. Of the, it was off the top of my head, like one of the most annoying free agencies. Like, why would we let Alfred Morris go? Mainly, I'm mad at my my own teams when it comes to free agency. Like, I might not have the best example of like a Redskin going to the Cowboys, other than this one. Uh, reverse Deion Sanders coming to the Redskins. Like, but I was so pissed when Latavius Murray left the Raiders. Like, I don't know what happened. Like, I w- I remember watching that Thursday night football game where Latavius Murray rushed for like 200 yards against the Chiefs, and the Raiders won their first game of the season with Derek Carr, and they had this fun team that was like, holy shit, this is the future. We're gonna make it. And then the the Raiders signed 31 year old Marshawn Lynch, or they trade for Marshawn Lynch, and they tell Latavius, we're good here. You can go wherever you want. And he goes to like Minnesota. Has a couple good weeks. Goes to New Orleans. Has a pretty uh, has like two good years there. And every time I see his name on like fantasy football, I'm like, why the fuck is he not a Raider still, Zach? <laughs> I, dude, I feel all those. I've been lucky. I mean, Tom Brady leaving. He was there for like twenty plus fucking years. What else do you want from the guy? We're always lucky with free agency. If you trade. With Bill Belichick, you should know you're getting fucking garbage. Yeah. They, pro Bowl the one year. Next year, he's got three sacks the whole season. That's it. Richard Seymour. Yeah, the Raiders <laughs> know. Yeah, every, like the Raiders are well aware of trading with the Patriots or getting a Patriot. It, ne- it never works for anybody. Like, they're good when they're wearing that uniform. They are nothing. Brandon Mer- or was it? Yeah, Brandon Merriweather. And as soon as they leave the, the, the Patriots, it's like they just forget. I mean, look at Brian Hoyer and – Billy, or what's his name, Kyle Volek, like these guys who, Tom Brady University, his understudies, as soon as they leave the team, they're like, okay, Matt Castle, you're going to be the guy. Like, Matt Castle had so many years as a starter because he was under Tom Brady. So <laughs> it really is like these guys leave Bill Belichick, and they're like, all right, you guys have fun. 
uh, Ricardio in the chat. I don't know. It's uh, that wasn't a trade. It, yeah, because Tampa signed Tom. They traded for Gronk though, technically, right? Because Gronk his co- okay. His, <laughs> the Patriots traded a fucking retired player. Could yeah. you get more value back for that? Hey, the Seahawks traded Marshawn Lynch to the Raiders. So yeah, <laughs> it, it really is like there's never a, a scenario where it works for anyone other than the pa- or the Patriots. Uh, uh, another one that I saw when I was kind of like looking this up, Rod Woodson, 10 years as a Steeler, one of the best pro bowlers multiple times. He signs with the Ravens. Like it just <laughs> seems like maybe maybe it's that black and black and yellow. People are like, you know what? Fuck the towel. I'm going to Baltimore. Like it's a weird – you don't go to the rival. And these guys are so easy to just get up and go to the rival. Like Marcus it's Allen went business. to the – Marcus Allen went to the Chiefs because he was like, fuck Al Davis. I want to play him two times a year. Like, he, he knew exactly where he was going, so that wasn't, like, betrayal. That was more of a, like, good for you, Marcus, kick his ass. Like, you can kind of root for that fucking guy. But ultimately, and I, and I think everyone agrees the worst free agent signing of all time is, is Albert Hainsworth by the Redskins. Ooh, that was rough. $100 million for, what, three tackles? Like, that that's the example of just the dumbest decision. And there's a whole list. Like, you can look it up. Like, Redskins' worst free agency signings. The list is long. <laughs> they are not. They are terrible in free agency. Dan Dan Snyder has a big checkbook, and he spends it on guys he that look good, and then they just turn into utter shit. Like it's insane. It it really is shocking how bad this team is in free agency, and it's how and it shows. You know the Raiders are terrible at drafting, so no matter what, I'm rooting for some shitty ass teams here. Bleacher Report top fifty worst NFL signings of all time. Number one, Albert Hainsworth. Oh, by hundred million dollars they gave that guy. Like, I mean, as a defensive tackle, that was like monumental. I mean, in Dominic and Sue, he played in only twenty games and had six and a half sacks for a hundred million dollars. Amazing, amazing career. So, so glad for, so glad for him. Matty Spice brings up a really good one. Brett Favre went from the Packers, then he had that one year with the Jets, and then he went to the Vikings. And I remember every Packer fan was like unbelievably pissed like the rivalry is clearly green bay and chicago but it's still a division rival like you, you see green <laughs> you see the, the longtime green bay quarterback goes to minnesota fuck that guy like it really did like wow like i cannot believe that's where he went so a, a bit of a shock like all of these are shocking all of them suck uh i i, I think albert haynes with that one million dollar hundred million dollars for 20 games he just was like out of shape too like i know he was a, like a because there's there's a thing as like a fat defensive lineman like look at Vince Wilfork speaking of the Patriots like but Albert Hainsworth looked that even worked out. he looked even fatter than that where it's just yeah, like he looked just fucking huge it yeah was ridiculous he just wasn't dieting it was like okay I'm, I gotta play football I got my money and yeah it, it, it's astonishing to me but Zach he made five million dollars a game <laughs> <laughs> a game and he sucked and the Redskins <laughs> sucked oh my I do remember though on uh on Madden. 2010 he was a beast it was like always fun to play with him in the video game because he was like an overall 99 defensive tackle and you could just the better number 15.4 million dollars per sack oh my gosh (laughs) what a player they're a premium in the nfl yeah getting sacks is very very important especially when you know you're paying 100 million dollars the cost doesn't matter that's that's why baseball is so silly too like when a rod Remember, it was ridiculous when Alex Rodriguez signed that $25 million contract because people were like, you know, it's like a million. You know, he's getting paid like $100,000 in that bat. And if he he hits a ground ball, it's a $100,000 ground ball. 
You know, it's people were like analyzing it to everything they did because now it's even like Garrett Cole. I mean, he's getting paid a million dollars to start or well, two puts million the dollars. Butts in the seats is Get, what it matters. Gotta, yeah, you got to sell some. T- I mean, and I know that's true. I mean, when, when Kershaw was on his rehab assignment and he was in Oklahoma, we were like, we got to go to this. We got to go see Kershaw. Tickets were like <laughs> uh, they were being sold in the secondary market for like seven hundred dollars. Yeah, and I'm like, jeez, and it you know because. The, the the tickets are only like 20 or 30 bucks to go to actually go to the game but when Kershaw's there suddenly they're all sold out and now they're worth 700 it's like jeez it's <laughs> it's like wrestling who's drawing the money who's bringing in the house so real quick Zach pivot to the the second greatest sport on earth the number the greatest sport on ice I think uh, the, the Dallas Stars I watched hockey this weekend Zach right before UFC I got stuck watching a Dallas Stars and Nashville Predators game Holy shit. Like, I know it's a, a 0-0 game. It's scoreless for 63 minutes. Six, oh. And that, that last two minutes in overtime, all, the last five minutes in overtime, it was just like this insane, like, palm sweating, insane game. Uh, and the Stars needed to win. They didn't need to win, but it would have helped. Uh, and they lost this. Oh, you're a you're a must win guy. I'm a uh, yeah win. <laughs> you play to win the game. I don't know. It's a must win. You gotta win. Oh yeah, must. It's a pivotal. This is a pivotal game, and every game to me is a must win. When you're, when you're now you're the chances of the Dallas Stars making the playoffs is 13. They're not in a good spot right now. <laughs> this is the NHL where like half the league makes the playoffs, and the Stars aren't going to be one of those teams. Uh, they had an amazing game. Tyler Sagan. Who's been out all year with like a hip injury? I mean, prove to me honor is real. To me. The mana is real, Zach. Thank you for casting two on fire spells and letting us hear our friend Ethan Carter the third, who I have not seen since that terrible <laughs> Ring of Honor event that I watched with with, with people. <laughs> we we ate pizza and watched terrible wrestling. Ring of Honor, nineteenth anniversary. So, uh, this game was so great. However, the the stars are not. Has there been like? Now you've never been a hockey guy at all, right? Now, I used to we used to go to Ducks games all the time because we had company box seats. But right, I, there was one time where I went to a game, and somebody fucking actually explained to me how hockey works, and I was like, oh, oh, this is pretty fucking interesting. Offsides, but I've, never, I've yeah. never gotten into it. Offsides, too many men icing. All right, like yeah, there are rules. I could probably do that again because at this point, I still I have forgotten so like i i know for me honestly playing nhl 09 for the 10 years that i played it really did expand my hockey knowledge in a way that you don't get just from watching television like even (laughs) even watching hockey the other night one of the announcers was kind of breaking it down like okay kids you know when this happens you need to make sure to do this and i was like oh my gosh this guy's really a teacher i'm learning about hockey watching this broadcast right now well you know what that means what's it mean he can't fucking play. He can't play. Great teacher, <laughs> just sitting up there watching it. Tony Romo, perfect example. An amazing teacher, uh, an amazing uh, – like, he, he can predict plays before the snap. He knows exactly what's going to happen. Watch the safety come down on this play, which means they're going to go over the top, and then it happens exactly the way he calls it. And he's, like, flipping just his – can't hold the snap for an extra point. He's, he's flipping a pen in the booth. Like, I, I am so good at this shit. But as soon as – yeah, as soon as he's on the field, he's throwing – uh, he's throwing balls out of the end zone as time expires. <laughs> <laughs> he's overthrowing Des Bryant as time expires in the end zone. It's like, what is happening here? And then Maddie Spice sent me a story earlier. I don't have the graphic here, but Tom Wilson uh, apparently tried to end uh, Artemi Panarin's life, Zach. Uh, 
Tom Wilson from the uh, Washington Capitals, he took a cheap shot. He punched him in the back of the head. He did like, you know, he tried to give the guy a concussion. Ar- Artemi Panarin is a young guy. He won. Oh, boo-hoo. He won the Rookie of the Year trophy a few years a few years ago. He won the Calder. Okay, I know what it's called. He won the Calder. He took Panarin out for the rest of the year. Uh, so he got injured. He got, he took a punch to the back of the head. And then it looks like Tom Wilson, the uh, the culprit, the head puncher. He's actually suspended for only like twenty games. Like it's uh, what only? But he he tried. He ended the guy's season. Don't they wear fucking helmets? Uh, he wasn't wearing a helmet in this situation. He pulled the helmet well, off, pulled the helmet off, and smashed him in the head and then threw him. And it, the, well, the shocking thing is, is you know, it's, it's he's intentionally harming the guy. We all see it. But isn't it only a twenty game? Th- no, I that was the whole point of Maddie. The wait, wait, wait. Sport. Correction. Maddie Spice says no suspension. Just, Good. Just a five thousand dollar fine. So yeah, it really was Perfect. like yeah. He's he's only he only gets fined some money. He took a guy out for the for the entire. Was season. there even blood? There better have been blood. Let's see. I, this, there will be blood. There better be some blood. It's just a skirmish in front of the net, and it really is like Panarin's down, and it's just one punch to the. No, that's a different punch. So Panarin comes in. I, I can bring it up on the screen. Uh, yeah, Maddie's Maddie Maddie Spice was worked up about this. He he he's about the purity and the <laughs> to be thrown out of the league. He's he's all, he's all about the sanctity of hockey. Okay, so when he is seeing this war on the ice, this war of attrition between men, and our Timmy Panarin is getting fucking slammed down and stomped in the head. Look at oh so yeah so right here at this part of the skirmish you can see Panarin on the on the bottom of the pile. So when does he get just fucking smashed? Oh, does. Because I'm waiting for the big smash. I'm waiting for the career ender. The rest of it. Bucinavich was trying to get. Well, Buc- got to be honest. Panarin was throwing blows too. Bucinavich was trying to jam the puck in. So there's Wilson getting escorted. We must have. We must have missed. Well, it. Yeah. Who am I even looking? For? Okay, here we go. I found it. Okay, so. Wilson just fucking gives this guy a rock bottom onto the ice. Oh boy. That's Wilson. it. He didn't hit his head. Oh, this is ridiculous. Panarin. This is ridiculous. What is Wilson doing? Well, you know, he, he, he's been incensed ever since. I don't know. I don't see the big fucking Bro deal here. fucking pair, Matty Spice. I don't even see the big deal after watching that. I mean, wow. we've, we've seen worse hockey fights than that. Uh, and Maddie Spice says, Wilson has done this shit countless amounts of times. <laughs> countless. Get him out of the league, damn it. And you can hear the announcers like, what is Wilson doing? Because in a hockey <laughs> fight, yeah, you are just supposed to be on your feet throwing blows. As soon as someone hits the ice, it's normally over. Uh, but, Zach, come on, it's hockey. I mean, they got in a big skirmish. Do it's I've seen a man's throat sliced open on the ice. What it's the because fuck? Artemi Panarin is like one of the, one of the, the boy wonders of the league, right? Sure. Why, if he's a boy of wonder, why is he such a bitch? Well, I even like here in New York Post, NHL must ban Tom Wilson after nearly <laughs> after nearly killing our Timmy Panarin. The NHL's <laughs> ultimate decision whether uh, whether and for what uh, duration to suspend Tommy uh, Tom Wilson for twice body slamming our Timmy Panarin, who missed the final three games of the season uh, to the ice after the Washington. Oh my gosh, these are some words here. Um, soccer They're just fucking the cancel culture is coming for him. Had Panarin's head rather than his shoulder hit the ice full force, the NHL might be presiding 
over a death. So, yeah, I mean, maybe it really is like a, it could have been really bad, but since it wasn't, are we really just – it's because he's Artemi Panarin, right? I mean, is that what it is? Like, I feel like it's because it's Artemi Panarin. Yeah, I mean, how do you compare this to Miles Garrett? Like, that was the whole point is, oh, man, if he would have caught him clean, he could have killed him. Like, he did fucking catch him clean. He hit him straight over the head, and he was fine. Let's see. This says this says right here, somebody has the what slow motion. What if a bus ran me over right now? Someone has the slow motion video. We got it. We got the exclusive here. So he's trying. He, he's he's giving him the Von Air claw, and he's bringing him down to the ice. He's trying to slam the head into the ice. And uh, it's not really work. Oh, my gosh. He's fine. I, 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 don't, I don't know. Truth don't load. Like, it really is. I don't know. It feels like a bit of an overreaction. Maybe hockey loyalists like even Maddie Spice. That's a straight up fucking judo hit throw. Yeah, it's fine. It's hockey. We're fighting. But yeah, I don't. I don't. I don't see an attempted murder like everyone else seems to see. And that was so that hockey's a women's sport. Is that what you're telling me? They do play women's hockey, but it's also uh, that just seems like our Timmy Panarin, New York Post. He's a New York Ranger. <laughs> I mean, I mean, everyone's in on it. Maddie Spice lives on the East Coast. It. This is just what it is. And, uh, yeah, as a Penguins fan, Matty Spice, I know you hate the Washington Capitals, right? It's it's in your blood. It, th- these are your Ravens. These are the other Ravens. They're also in that Maryland area. So, yeah, it could happen just like that. And I kind of agree with you, Zach. Like, why are we getting worked up about that? Like, I feel like there's been way worse hockey fights before. I mean, a bare fist can, can – you can break an orbital bone of somebody. They can fall and hit their head on the ice and die. So if that's the thing that maybe we just need to – no more fights then. If that's too far, no more fights at all. Taking a hockey puck accidentally to your face is ten times worse than that. Yeah. So oh, why? 100%. What the fuck? Zach, Caitlyn Jenner is running for governor of California. However, she made waves this week uh, because she killed somebody else. She slammed somebody's head against the ice. No, so she she said that trans girls should not participate in girls sports now this hey. now this has been the, the conservative slash republican stance on this the hero we need this should this is the feminist stance i believe uh and everyone was a little shocked like, you're trans you can't say that and yeah in an interview she said that no it's not fair uh she she transitioned to a woman in 2015 she made the comments seemingly impromptu in an interview with tmz and she said this is a question of fairness that's why I oppose biological boys who are trans competing in girls sports in school. It just isn't fair. And we have to protect girls sports in our schools. Now, this is somebody who won an Olympic gold medal, somebody who seems to be a little bit familiar with uh, with competition. Uh, so it, I, I would trust Caitlyn Jenner's opinion on this. And this is someone who's also transitioned. And we all see it, even though she now has cosmetically female parts. She still looks like Bruce Jenner. Let's stop kidding. Like <laughs> when you see her from behind, if she was wearing a tracksuit, you would think it was Bruce. It is Bruce. It's still Bruce. The voice always will kill me, but <laughs> I'm happy. Uh, I'll even say she's taking this stance. Oh, look I at you! Say he and be a you dick. did a she thing. Look at you. You're, you're how progressive of you. I love the way your brain works. She has a vagina now, so you are so brave, Zach, for taking this opinion. I love that. That's I hear that all the fucking time. Oh, it it takes so much bravery. It's like no, it doesn't. You guys are retarded. Like let's let's ease up on that a little bit. 
Uh, well, just to be clear, I prefer it and it. Yeah, I prefer it. Yeah, it and it, please. Uh, <laughs> Matty Spice in the chat, still saying he. That's his prerogative. Oh, I missed. There was two hydrates from Tyler Spice. Let me have another coffee sip here. Oh, no, we're going to be up all night. We'll see what happens. We're almost done with, with this shit. I, I, I just wanted to bring this up because a lot of people were pissed. I mean, she's getting backlash from trans groups. People are like, you know, people are like, what? You can't say that. And uh, Jenner, like, later on was just saying, like, she's not trying to delegitimize trans person's identity. And it shouldn't be, it shouldn't be delegitimizing their identity. Like, your mental identity isn't the same as your biological sex, which is what is required to play sports. When you are born a woman and you have women's hormones and genes and you, you have those body parts and that's, like, you're, you're automatic. Like, it's not, it's science. I mean, we all see. And uh, I think Joe Rogan is the one who even tell me, like, if you're a, a man and you transition, whatever age you transition, you still have the legs of a man. Like, you're not going to lose the mass and the size that you had of your man legs. That's why Rachel McKinnon, when she's on the bike, looks like a buff dude because her legs are still the legs of a man. Yeah, I 1,000% agree. Unless at five years old they start taking estrogen, which they're trying to do now. But, yeah, it, dude, anybody who transitions after the age of 10 is going to have a fucking big advantage if they go to women's sports. Sure. Well, and that's the other strange thing is that now they're trying to make it like you need to be trans early, which is so strange to me that parents are like, okay with, I mean, my son's almost three and I don't, I mean, I can't imagine letting him do anything for himself until he's 20. Like, I don't know. Like, it just seems like, like when you have a child, they're going to do dumb shit. Like my, my son knows how to say pizza. So every, <laughs> every night, you know what he wants for dinner? Pizza. He wants pizza. And it's like, look, I would love to eat pizza every night too. But unfortunately, we're not doing that. Um, that actually, it sounds kind of awesome. I would never have to cook. It would just be pizza. It'd be pizza every single fucking night. Okay. Yeah, let's get some pizza. And I found out today, Zach, that Little Caesars, real cheese, real monster and mozzarella cheese mixed together. I had no idea. I told Linda this is healthy now. Like it's real because you know I work. For, I I sell pizza boxes, and I was wondering like. You know, when I when I went through all this training, they were saying like, "Oh, Domino's and Papa John's, that's not real cheese." Now that I know Little Caesars is real cheese, I might be all in on this Little Caesars pizza, and that might mean Little that Caesars slaps. I know you're a big Little Caesars guy. Something as long as I, it makes it to my house. I watch the problem. That's the big deal. Well, and I watch <laughs> a lot of NXT, and during NXT tonight, fuck every commercial break, Little Caesars flat uh, uh, thin crust for six forty nine. I was like, I'm in a big thin crust phase, Zach. I don't know what <laughs> happened. I love thin crust pizza. You can eat half of it. You're not full. It's awesome. I love it. I will tell you, I usually hate Papa John's, but uh, last week we did get Papa John's and I ordered thin crust and it was pretty fucking good. You got to get it square cut too. I always square cut the thin crust. And I, and I used to work at Papa John's and I remember the thin crust. The only bad thing about it is it just comes in a bag. It's like a big cracker. It's like a big cracker they put on the little tray and they just top it. I'm like, oh, that seems kind of weird. Like, the, you know, the dough comes in a little ball, and then they have people slapping it. When anyone ordered a, a thin crust, it was, like, nice. Like, oh, cool. Pull it out of the bag, slap it on the tray. Hey, pizza time. This is great. So, yeah, it was uh, either or. Caitlyn Jenner coming out. The, she is the, the, she's the uh, politician that we need at this time, which is hilarious. Like, yeah, like five years ago, I, I wouldn't have believed this. And I remember when she came out as a Republican, 
she got more backlash than coming out as trans. Let's stop pretending <laughs> that um, let's stop pretending the that America is transphobic. It's clearly conservative phobic. Like there's no comparison. I think she's even admitted it was harder to come out as Republican than it was to come out as trans. I don't disagree. That yeah. I would one thousand percent expect that. Yeah, uh, yeah. The, the, everyone on Twitter, if you if you tweet, I love Joe Biden. Everyone's gonna be okay with that. If you tweet, I love Donald Trump. People are gonna like try and find out where you live and see if you can get fired. <laughs> see if they can fire you from your job and shit. Like th- they will do whatever they I can. I bet you your most popular and shared tweet of all time would be you saying you're trans. Oh gosh! Well, even even Oreo Oreo sent out a tweet like that. Trans people exist, and I got all these likes and retweets, and it's like no shit. Stop trying to pretend you're a hero because you tweet things like that. Like, uh, and I don't boycott anything. Any like, I, I, I'm here. We are talking about football, and I watch baseball. Like even things that I might not agree with politically, I still try and follow them. I don't watch uh, Rich Eisen anymore. That's the that might be the only one that hasn't made it through. And I don't watch Saturday Night Live anymore. That one fell out too, but. Still, I try and not cancel things, but Oreo's tweets might be enough. I know Ben and Jerry's and Seventh Generation Soap, they were tweeting about defunding the police, and I was like, well, I don't need to buy their soap anymore. Like, it's just one of those things. Like, some things are easy to to get rid of, but if I actually like a product and they're like, oh, trans people exist, I'm like, whatever. Tell me when the double stuff Oreos are on sale. Like, (laughs) that's where my my head lies. Uh, last, Last thing before we go, Zach, I need you to look at this photo and tell me what the fuck is happening to our to our uh, royals here in america joe biden and jill biden took a picture with jimmy carter and his wife and it looks like uh, it looks like J- joe biden and jill biden walked into like a tiny house and like i mean even the furniture looks small so people are trying to tell me this is a wide angle lens that caused this like optical illusion what the fuck is happening Can, like so for those who are listening on the podcast this photo is jimmy carter joe biden look it up online it is people are trying to already come out and say no it's because of the camera so you're telling me that the white house staff didn't bring a fucking camera to take a good photo for this okay uh, there's several issues with this fucking picture <laughs> uh joe biden doesn't look that much younger first of all right so, what is with the all of the pictures in the background for the the portrait of Jimmy is the same color as the fucking wall. That it is looks weird. Like somebody painted it on the wall. Looked, with an empty frame. They put an empty frame on it. There's just <laughs> a, it's a blue wall. So for podcasters, it's a blue wall, and this picture is just like a bus, like of of Jimmy Carter's head. Like it's it cuts off at like his chest, and you don't even see his shoulders. It's just his head. But the background is also blue. Yeah, this room doesn't even seem real now that you're talking. Like. <laughs> Holy Look at the carpet. It's fucking 40 years old. The carpet's also blue and that like the, the rug over there. It really does seem like this was such a staged photo. This is a former president, and you're telling me this is the best living room he could put together? He lives at the same retirement home my aunt lives at. Like it really is just like a like we see the one room that they're in. You can't see to the right. There's just a door where it just opens up into a fucking arena. And there's a whole bunch of other old people living there. Like this is the the strangest yeah. Uh, Gilbert Medina in the chat. This looks like they're at a wax museum. Like Joe Biden and, and his <laughs> wife went to a wax museum and took a picture with like, because you know uh, the wax museum, every character is like uh, three three fourths of the size, and it's yeah. like why is he like even Jimmy Carter's wife doesn't even look like human size. And, no. 
is she that small legit because then you look over at jill and jill looks like fucking triple h like how is she <laughs> so big compared to the, to mrs carter i, I don't know a little wayne miss carter but <laughs> i don't know what's going on here i mean jill is kneeling next to jimmy sitting in a chair that doesn't look like it's like making him lower and she's <laughs> look how much like, higher her head is foot taller yeah. than him her head is so high above the chair like how many chairs do you know that if you're on your knees you're way above them and this is jill biden this is not like this isn't shaquille o'neal all right like this isn't dennis rodman this isn't even kurt hawkins i mean this is jill biden and she's wearing and if these seats are really that low you're telling me you put those in a fucking retirement home where these jimmy carter's not getting out of this chair by himself if it's that fucking deep and even now looking at Joe Biden, like he almost looks photoshopped in there. Like just kind of <laughs> looking around his feet. His shoulder, you see the yeah, edge of his shoulder. Every like everything about him kind of looks fucking flown into this picture. Like, especially his shoe and like every like this is the strangest thing. And you know, we talk about re- reptilian overlords and shit and how like some of these conspiracy theories get started. This is how. Like it really does seem so all I can understand is Either the reptilian overlords that are Jimmy Carter and his wife are suddenly shrinking into their true lizard form, or <laughs> or Joe Biden and Jill Biden are lizard people too, and they just like I don't I don't know. This is a strange Okay, good question by Maddie Spice. How tall is Jimmy Carter? Let's take a look. Five fucking ten. Yeah, he's a tall guy. And how tall is Joe <laughs> Biden? Like is Joe Biden seven one or what? Like, <laughs> he, like he's related to Mao. Yeah, he's a huge. He's he's related to Omas, Omas Biden. Like it's just, I I I saw this picture. <laughs> I so I googled Jimmy Carter height, and the top three stories are all this picture, asking why, <laughs> why Joe looks so giant and Jimmy and and Rosalind looks so small. Joe Biden is six foot, so he's two inches taller than Jimmy Carter, and Jimmy Carter looks like, I mean. He looks like a wax, like he's three-fourths of his actual size. And either that, no, even more than that, like Joe Biden's shoulders with left to right look like it's three feet, and then Jimmy Carter's <laughs> sitting there with no shoulders. I, I This photo, like, I, I, I never go on Twitter anymore. Uh, I deleted all the social media apps from my phone, so that way I don't get to, I don't look at him and get mad at the world. But, I, you know, when I, when I pull graphics, graphics and, and stuff for this, I, I go on Twitter and I saw this and it just made me laugh so fucking hard because of course the number one story on Twitter is, Oh, a wide angle lens was used. And that's why it looks like they're already coming up with the excuse. Like they post this photo and the number one thing they want to put out there is, Oh, it looks like this because of that. Like that's why they're doing it. Like, no, it clearly is the most ridiculous thing. <laughs> Here's a good one from Twitter. This looks like the scene from the Fellowship of the Ring where Gandalf is visiting Frodo's house. Yeah, yeah. See, it does look like tall-ass Joe Biden showed up to visit the Hobbits. Like, it, it's so strange that this is the like this is how it looks. <laughs> Another one. I've been staring at this photo for three hours. I've got to go to bed. Back at it tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> Back at it tomorrow. I will get to the bottom of this, okay? I will figure out why things look like this. It's shocking to me. So, yeah, I'm glad that I got your perspective on this because I was looking at this like, what the fuck is happening here? And, again, my favorite part is Twitter because Twitter is, like, the most liberal website out there. 
you know, they immediately were like, a wide angle lens in a tight space is the possible explanation. Like that's that's in their news section. That's their <laughs> news category. Like they say, oh well, here we know why it looks like this. Everybody, everyone, relax. We figured it out. So there's so much wrestling to get to, Zach. I'm gonna talk about Monday Night Raw. WWE NXT was live tonight. Uh, we also got uh, I watched 205 live, which is like, why did I do that? Um, there's and we got Impact to talk about. There's so many things. So I'm gonna take a break. Uh, when I come back, it'll be me talking some wrestling. Uh, John Stewart's trending. What do you think that's about, Zach? Mm, hopefully, he got canceled. Let's see. I miss John Stewart. Oh, I think people are just mad at Tucker Carlson. Um, that seems to be what it always is. <laughs> it's about Tucker Carlson. We need John Stewart back. So uh, who knows what that? Who knows what that's about? So, any parting words, Zach? How do you think we did tonight? I think tonight was a good one, man. We didn't get any PGA, but we'll we'll come around. I will watch some golf so we can talk about it because I I literally have watched golf before. I know that I know people don't admit that, but I I've watched it and I've sat there. And when you get into like the competition of it, it really can be fun. I've been to the Byron Russell here in Fort Worth live, and I mean it's so silly. It's it, it's so fun to go live, but it is also so silly. Them holding up the signs like "Be quiet." Meanwhile, like two hundred feet away, there's a whole crowd going whoa like you know why do i gotta be quiet they're having the best time of their lives over there what's this about i want to be there for that so yeah a little a little bit frustrating there but yeah let's let's take a break and i will be right back and when i'm back zach i'm telling you dude we're gonna be talking about wrestling wrestling just it's all i watch it's not sons of anarchy or the draft it's it's wrestling zach (laughs) Oh, fucking get after it, man. It's time to get after it. You have a good night, sir, and I will be right back after the break. Thank you so much. Uh, if you're listening on the podcast, I uh, really do appreciate it, and I, I think I split it here, so you listen to And you know what? Maybe we'll just leave it as one solid thing. You listen to the sports and the wrestling, although the wrestling shit kind of draws draws in a whole another audience because I've been on wrestling app, like on the podcast app before where you like search a wrestling topic, and then like a podcast will pop up. Like, if you name something Austin Aries and then someone searches for Austin Aries, it shows up in a really fun way. Kevin hit me with hype spells, bro. I appreciate it, Kev. Be cool. I'll be right back to talk some wrestling with everybody. And we will write. And then, jeez, uh, it's already 1030. So it's going to be a long one, everybody. But we'll be right back. Thank you so much for coming in and hanging out. Zach, you have a good night, my friend. You too. Catch you guys later. On the flippity flip. Here we go. <laughs> Introducing the chocolate star. Oh, a chicken winner. Thank you, Kevin. This time. Thank you so much for downloading and listening to this episode of Vleeties. Now, if you notice, the episode's not over yet. What I did was I cut out the kind of the pre-show of Geezy and I watching the final minutes of NXT. And I think we had a pretty fun discussion going on. So I know that I'm going to want to re-listen to it and hear it. So that's why I wanted to put it on the end of this episode. So in three, two, one. A whole dozen balls. (laughs) One, because I hadn't played, but two, because it's just on the side of the mountain. And if you go off the green, you're just off a cliff. The The way it's set up is stupid. It was set up to be a PGA course. And... PGA players came through and played it, and they're like, "No, we're not fucking doing this." Really? Because you there's holes where it's so hilly that you can hit a perfect shot right down the fairway, 
and you just have an absolutely fucked shot because you're either like you're on the side of a hill and you got to shoot up over the hill but it's like a par five and you still got to go like 400 yards the byron the byron russell bro is uh i don't know if it's called that anymore but the thing in dallas is going to be here in a little bit like two weeks for pga the pga who's i don't even who's even spieth just won something recently um but I don't watch it. I, I, they just had the Valspar Cup or whatever it's called for the paint. Ah. I watch a little. I just see it kind of, you know, my my 92-year-old uncle loves it. So oh, here we go. The official world rankings. Dusty Johnson. He's young. He's a kid, isn't he? He's number one. Uh, no, he's a little older. He's been around. Okay. Well, how old is he, though? Is he like? Uh, 36. Okay. That's older than I thought. I thought he was like maybe 30. Dustin Johnson, Justin Thomas, never heard of him. John Ram, with an H R A H M. Ram, Ram, <laughs> John Ram, Xander Schauffele, S C H A U F F E L E. Colin, Patrick Reed, Tyler Hatton, Webbs. Brooks Kepka is the second person I know on this list, and he's at number 10. Uh, don't know any of these people. Rory's 13. Where's Ricky? Is he even in the top anything anymore? Ricky, where are you, buddy? Shane Lowry. C Woo Kim. C Woo Kim. S I W O O Kim. Matt Jones. Where the fuck is Ricky Fowler just retired or what? Uh, the Rocket Mortgage guy? <laughs> <laughs> He's not. Oh, Ricky. Oh, you spell it R I C K I E. He's ranked one below Phil Mickelson. Nice. At 116. They're that low now, huh? Mickelson's done. Fuck. He's old. Yeah. Hey, hang him up. His uh, page won't even load. That's how old <laughs> it is. No need. No need for a page <laughs> anymore. Is Tiger even on here anymore? Tiger is above them, and he can't walk. <laughs> <laughs> he's right. Just in case he shows up. <laughs> Just in case he's there. Ooh, Bubba Watson's still up in the top 50. You know who I am. You know who I am, but you don't know why I'm here. False idols. <laughs> I cannot get comfortable. We got ourselves a good old match here in picture in picture. Okay. Fuck out of me. Here we go. NXT. This match is, they're giving this match the overage. Because they give NXT like a five minute overrun if it ever goes over because it's a live show. What's NXT on? USA. USA. United States America Network. Oh, setting up for a 619. Can you do a 619 if you're over 5'4"? I think there's, there might be a weight. You're right. There might be a limit on that. 
I'm gonna start streaming. We'll go live as soon as this is over. We do this every time. We're just gonna go live. Yeah, let's go live. It's more, it's more of like a television taping. I don't, you know. We'll cut it and post. This match is a barn burner. <laughs> Indy Hartwell put her hands up, didn't even get hit. Your household name? Household. Dude, she wrestled this week and she is terrible. Like, I kind of want to like her. Like, I think that's the, the thing is everyone would like to like Dana Brooke, but she just makes it hard to. Something we can do to fix it. She makes it hard, not in a good way. Yeah, well, yeah, I agree. Like, her. I hate to. Like, they put her with Mandy Rose, which is like, Mandy Rose is like hot. So. <laughs> oh, burn. I'm in a the double forearm. I'm in a bit of an Indy Hartwell phase as well. So, like, I mean, if you're not any of these women, you're in a lot of trouble. Let's see who that is. You're laughing like I'm supposed to know. <laughs> oh, what? She looks better when she's wrestling. Okay. <laughs> Most women do. She oh always do black God. lipstick. Oh, on the ladder. This is a tag match, Maddie Spice. Okay, I know you. Yeah, that's definitely your type. <laughs> when she's wrestling, she looks really good. Even Shotzi's looking pretty good tonight. <laughs> Shotzi Blackheart. Terrible wrestling name. <laughs> but kind of hot. Both ladies down and out. Both ladies. Oh, right through the table. Oh. Come on, Indy. Oh, man. Kick out, Indy. I, I just now caught the video. I didn't know. Uh, oh, my gosh. She kicked out. Thank you, Kevin. Was on here. We got some Whoa. roses, some hypes. We're just like DJ whatever his face is. <laughs> we don't promote that other uh, service. On yeah. Here. We don't. The T one. Everyone's got one of those, by the way. I can't remember what I was watching, but I, was watch, I think I was watching was MMA. I was watching place. UFC, and even UFC was like, follow us on Twitch. This match is still going. This is a long one. So is she going to lose weight or not? Which one? Ember Moon? Yeah. I think she's just going to rock it. She's married. She's a champion. Why not? I'd get fatter if I were her. <laughs> married NXT tag champ. Fuck it. Fuck it. Who wants to go to the big leagues? Yeah. So Candice LeRae, the poison pixie with the purple hair. She she allegedly the helped. Pixie. She allegedly helped Joey Ryan find chicks to rape. What? She was acquitted. Oh, what a moonsault! You're on a delay. You're gonna freak out in a second. What? That one? She was about three feet too short. No, she got it. Knees right to the gut. That hurts way more. That was an easy three count right there. Look at that. Oh, this should have that should have been off. That's, I've been watching wrestling my whole life. That should have been it. <laughs> Back in 1996, that would have been it for sure. That's worse than the Roman Reigns 18 count. Oh, uh, he got on his feet technically. He's just handcuffed. <laughs> <laughs> his, he was just handcuffed to his toes. He just didn't think it to do that before he knocked the ref out. Oh, right on the ladder. Oh. oh. That would hurt. And he needs Not, to go. I don't think it hurt that much. Though. She needs to go for the sharpshooter. <laughs> she can't drag her off the ladder. Oh, Shotzi broke it up. Wow. This right here is a barn burner, folks. We will start Vleeties as soon as this barn burner 
gets done being a barn burner. Well, you said they only got five minutes. So I think they have a five-minute overrun, so burning. I guess they're fucking going for it tonight. 20-minute <laughs> overrun. They're probably getting What's yet. on after this? Probably fucking NCIS. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's never anything like super important. Let's let's flip it. We'll make it. We'll revert. We'll flip it. So maybe we don't get in trouble. I didn't know it'd trash. be. I didn't know it'd be this long. Trovo. Tra <laughs> trash just recognized that my name in the Discord is has been Meanie for, for like a ever, month now. Yeah. Longer than that. Oh, are we doing reverse black and white? Mm -hmm. That way it makes it a little conspicuous. <laughs> oh, Shotzi's going to the top. Think about your career. No way. Suicide. Wrestling's awesome. Oh. So I've never got the answer to this. Is that table, is somebody in the back pressing a button to make it collapse? I don't know. Because, like, you see the sides. They flop right out like they were not attached to anything. Like, they have fake yeah. screws on the side. Like, oh, yeah, it's screwed on. And I could just imagine the entire night Wade Barrett's like really gentle to even touch it because <laughs> it'll it'll implode as soon as he touches it. This is awesome. Ten minute overrun. Come on, Shotzi. More are roses. Are they in Florida? Where are they at? They're in Florida, yeah. Why do they not have a real crowd? They got half, mass. It's half and half. Oh, the Batista bomb, and then it froze. All right, here we go. Oh, oh she got the shoulder up. Don't worry. And some hydrates from Kevin. Kevin, I got some coffee in my Mama Bear mug. Hey, I'm, I am I switched to this, man. What this is, is like the best thing you can get for 30 bucks. Is that alcohol? Milagro. Tequila. Mm. Everything else sucks. I, I haven't had a drink since the wedding. <laughs> it like, was I'm still that rough. I'm still hungover. I was... I, that was me Monday, and now we're at Tuesday. So, <laughs> I just was fucking dead. Sunday was rough. I got after it for no reason. For no reason. No, like second high. We were just we were just doing family stuff, and then we got home at like two o'clock, and Whoa! I drank an entire bottle of tequila. <laughs> Sometimes that just happens. That's why I don't and drink Becca, hard alcohol. You could drink all Becca of it. Becca wasn't even drinking. You were just solo, huh? Linda, Linda got drunk on Sunday. We were watching American Idol, and she had, like, two margaritas. And oh, yeah. right to the chair. Oh. One, two, no way. New champions. We witnessed history. Now, I can't tell who's on whose team because it's black and white. One team was yellow and black. That's true. That's why I did it, so it's not spoilers. Okay, it's them. I, okay, it's I not them. spoilers. So that's the one you like? I like Indy, yeah. Well, and I like both. I like Candace, too. I like Freddy Krueger. I like the game. I like the referee too. While we're at it, while we're being toxic, <laughs> <laughs> while we're being toxic masculinity, okay? Didn't, didn't, didn't. Ooh, Maddie Spice, Big Brother is coming back soon. Oh. I'm on board to. TWFS uh, says, "Jeezy, what's your win loss record?" What's your win loss record, bro? In what? UFC of four. <laughs> uh, I don't know. You can't divide by zero, so it's zero. I'm undefeated zero. against the AI. I have a feeling as soon as I play online, I'm gonna get my ass kicked. What are you guys playing on? My ass. I only play. I have an Xbox One, 
But I don't have Xbox Live at the moment, so. Well, I have an Xbox 360. Oh, I have an Xbox 360. All right, I think that's I the don't. end of the show. Does Dexter come out? Is Dexter yeah, involved? Yeah, Dexter's coming back too. Dun -dun 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 -dun. Never seen the original, but. Oh, the show he mean? Yeah. I meant Dexter Loomis. No, Dexter.